All right, folks, what's up? It's Dented Cans. I'm your host, Mike Fenoya. Uh, thank you guys for joining us again. Um, as always, we love a five-star rating, a review, a subscribe, click. Um, at Mike Fenoya, M-I-K-E-F-I-N-O-I-A on all socials. YouTube.com slash Mike Fenoya. Patreon.com forward slash Mike Fenoya for full uninterrupted videos of all these episodes. Today, I have my very hilarious friend, Ashley Austin Morris. You can follow her at Ash, A-S-H, Austin Morris. She's got an amazing special out on New York Comedy Club's YouTube channel. Give it a like, give it a uh, click and a subscribe. Uh, We get into our dents today. We talk about uh, growing up in a religious household, dealing with anxiety, dealing with the critic, and so, so much more. So thank you, Ashley, for uh, coming and discussing your dents with me. Uh, Folks, we are sponsored by Sunset Lake CBD. I love Sunset Lake CBD. They're great. They have so much killer product, uh, smokables, coffee, delicious, delicious dark roast coffee, um, tinctures, salves that you rub on your achy bones with arnica. Um, they have dog seat, they have dog gummies, they have sleep gummies that I love. They actually knock me right out. They're perfect. And if you go to sunsetlakecbd.com and use promo code DENTED, D-E-N-T-E-D, you can get 20% off. Uh, that's sunsetlakecbd.com, promo code DENTED, D-E-N-T-E-D, for 20% off. Thank you, guys. See you soon. It's so cool that you're here with me because you and I have a funny relationship where it's like we run into each other. Yeah. And it's almost kind of like rolling therapy. Like we're we're kind of or it's almost like we're both coming out of our respective therapies and life is like the waiting room. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, I love that. I love it. You're just so easy to talk to, but it's also like immediately real. Like immediately. You are too, though. Oh, thank you. I think that's why we've dove straight into the dents, like first and foremost when we first. I mean, do you remember having like any superficial conversations at all? With you? Yeah, like I'm thinking like even back to when we first met. No, not at all. No, because I remember the first time I met you, you were like, I found a way to quit smoking. Oh, shit. That's right. It was at Stand Up New York. Oh, my God. And you and I was like, what? And you were like, no, this book. And I don't smoke anymore. Praise Jesus. And yeah, you were like super. That's what I love about you is I feel like you get very excited to help other people. Like you have a struggle mm-hmm. and then you get very excited to help other people. Probably because it takes my mind off my own shit. Mm. So as I'm, tr- you think it's helping you, yeah, but really it's helping me. Well, isn't that the whole philosophy between, but in like a lot of recovery programs? Is like, that? yeah, I've never gone through any recovery programs. Have you? Um, Is that too much to ask? No, that's not too much to ask. I've definitely, I definitely have. It's not for me, but it works oh. so well for so many people. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I've heard that some of the ways that I, I think I, I act, it has a lot of it does. correlation with 12 step. It does. And stuff like that. Well, the whole theory that like if you to help yourself, you should help somebody else. And 100%. It re- yeah, but it's also just like, isn't that what we do in stand up? It's like, I'm sad, but I want to make you happy. And then it makes us happy. It really does. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because it's like, especially during the pandemic, two people were like, you guys are necessary. Like, yeah. you guys are like. What do you call them? Like front line. Front line. I mean, it was basically, Heroes, basically. it was basically nurses and stand ups. Nurses and stand ups. <laughs> and that's my whole life. Yeah. So. Oh, wait, that's right. Yeah. 
So she'd come home like, oh, look, I get, look how many people I saved. And I'm like, I did a Zoom Same. call, lady. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think I did Zoom You jokes. think you're big shit. Yeah. You're some nothing. people were muted and I gave uh, it to them. How come I can't, we can't talk about the fact that you were on a TV show because, because we're in um, the midst of a strike. We're in the midst of a strike. Let's and tell so, the kids that watch this in 50 years what's going on okay, right now. Okay, so there's a writer's strike and there's an actor's strike. And in, so we can't mention any projects. We can't mention any networks. Nothing like that. At all. At all. How weird. Mm-hmm. But, but it's really like there's some great things out right now that like independent people did mm -hmm. and I'm sad for them because they can't even promote it. You know what I mean? I know. I know. It's brutal. Yeah. And it's just like the timing couldn't be worse because I couldn't feel like people worse. were like just getting their feet under them again after all the. Yeah. I don't feel like our industry to... recovered from COVID at all. No. The, the film and TV business. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh, comedy. Who would have thought that like <laughs> comedy's been great? It really has. <laughs> For some people, but no, I think for us, it's been okay. It's been good. You're happy, right? Are you I'm happy very, at the I'm moment? I'm very happy. You are. I'm very happy. I wasn't on the street a few minutes ago, but I'm very happy What now. happened on the street? I don't know if you have this. This Your joke about summer, and I don't want to give your joke away. It's okay. Okay, your joke about summering and then spring into financial. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what's interesting? Hmm. People could see that that joke at my YouTube channel. Oh. Don't let me down. My special is gonna is out. So it's so good. Thank you so much. So I appreciate good. It. But that joke relate <laughs> like that joke resonates to me on such a deep level because I've never had any money. I've never blah 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 blah. So this past Wait, no, year, no, blah 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 is what's well, the fun just part. Parents that were like my mom's my soulmate. She's my best friend. But like my mom moves every year. Like we, we, like it, yeah. we've talked about this. Just the bonkers of never having any security until this past year, because of the shows we can't mention. Um, <laughs> you know, I finally had money, mm. and and I am like every penny that goes out, I fall apart. Yo, how frustrating is it when you're with people who have had money? Yeah. And they don't freak out about money. I feel, and you're like, oh. how the hell are you not freaking out right now? And, and and you could have tons of money in the bank. Yeah. But I'm always waiting for like, oh, the bank lost your money. I'm so, oh my gosh. Do you know that I literally <laughs> on my way over here was like, well, the bank is just going to, they're going to go, Wells Fargo's going to go out of business. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> bank of America is going to get. Don't get at me if like Wells Fargo is some terrible, I, I'm sure they are. They're all awful. They're but, all awful. Yeah. But we got to put our money somewhere. Yeah. But like my husband is the best man in the world. And like we're middle class people. Like I'm not rich, but you like to have a no. hundred dollars to me is a lot of money. And when you grow up with no, no like, uh. No visible means of support. No, like, mm. like the bottom could drop at any time. At any time. At any time. And it probably is, and you don't know it. Yeah. Because the people who love you are maybe, like, keeping you yeah. sheltered from it or whatever. You're always anticipating things to end. Always. So if a check comes mm -hmm. or if a gig pays, you're like... Mm, like this is yeah. great. You get that teensy weensy little bit of like serotonin. Yeah. Yes. And then it's we'll dry talk again. about a dent. He just had to help me because I did not cash any of my checks. Oh my God. Where'd you put them? 
And you're they were just like under my bed. Like I wouldn't cash them. You actually like put them under your bed? No, I, they, where were they? They weren't under the bed. They were somewhere. Oh yeah, they were in a box under the bed. But <laughs> <laughs> if you rob me, it's no longer there. Uh, okay. All the checks are gone. You cashed them. Well, but he was like, your checks are expired. Like, oh no. Because I'm so freaking dented that I wouldn't cash the checks. So you held on to the paper checks I held and they on to the expired. Because most Some of them, of them say expired. like 90 days, 180 yeah. days, whatever. Not all of them expired. So he went to all this trouble. Like my husband is really amazing yeah. and lovely and wonderful. And the, the stress that I'm putting on him about money is so past trauma. Yeah. Like I can't even, like it's yeah. crazy. So your situation, if you weren't thinking from an old, an old dent, yeah, you're okay right now. You're okay right yeah. now, but your perception is that yeah. the house is on fire. Ab always, always. Always the house, right? Don't yeah. you feel that way? Well, I yeah. Always, but also in our business, we don't know if we're ever going to make a dollar again. You don't. You really <laughs> don't. You literally don't. And it's this thing of, and a lot of people I don't think understand this, mm -mm. where like, like, no matter how like shitty or boring or whatever your day thing is, yeah. people who don't do stand up or people who don't act or people who don't write, yeah, you have a the golden handcuffs they call it. Totally, like you can't quit a sales job because you've got like amazing four hundred one k. Sure, R vacation paid for. Yeah, you know, like stock options, whatever yeah. the case, right? And they make you, they remind you, like you're here yeah. forever. Yeah. And there is that nice security, but also you hate what you, you do. You hate what you do. So there's that camaraderie and like, let's all go to happy hour or totally. do fantasy football where we're kind of like alone, loving what we do while loving we're doing it. it. Yeah. But the rest of the day. Yes. Literally having like the house is on fire. The house panic. is on fire. I did not. Did you? How did you do this? I did not even know how to make doctor's appointments. I, I had to recently call mm -hmm. the insurance place and be like. I need you to explain insurance to me like <laughs> I am from another planet. So funny. I need you to explain what a copay is. I need I have no idea what a deductible is. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like <laughs> do you know how insane that is? It's kind of awesome though, because who has the ball the guts to, to, <laughs> to make that call and go like, hey, listen, you know how many people ego-wise would be like, I'm too chicken to ask. Oh. No, no, no. And you're like, yo. No, I Help. have called. The, I love the IRS. You know why? <laughs> I do. I've called someone in the IRS to wish them a happy birthday before because I know their birthday. One, two. I. How'd you know that? How'd you first of all? How'd you get the person that you wanted to talk? Because we had a relationship. Uh, because not. No, no. It was totally appropriate. Don't get them in trouble. But it was. Um, <laughs> it was like, or maybe that was the unemployment person. There was somebody in a government position that I was like, "Hey, it's your mm. birthday." Um, wow. Because I had to call the IRS and be like. Will you help me? I don't know what's happened. And the lady goes, ma'am, why haven't you been paying your taxes? And I was like, I don't, I don't know what you do. Oh, wow. <laughs> you just go, I don't know how to do it. I go, I don't know how to do I'd it. Be, I'd be happy to follow the rules if I knew That's how what I to. Said. I was like, I'll do whatever you want, but I don't know. <laughs> we what, have so much in common. But I don't know. Holy what, shit. Right? Yeah, Did yeah, you know totally. How? Because I mean, it, it wasn't that it was explained to me, but then also you throw in raging <laughs> mental illness and you're like, I don't know. Do you want to know what our problem is? To be honest, I think that like you and me in particular, <laughs> The more time we have on our hands during the day, <laughs> the more we'll convince ourselves we're doing shit wrong. 
and then we call people and we go like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. <laughs> Wait, that's exactly right. If you were busy all day, yeah. ne- you wouldn't have known it was unemployment guy's birthday. Oh my gosh. Do you know that that actually I have his phone number. <laughs> I just remembered. Should we call him? If you want, um, yeah, let's call him. He turned on me though. But anyway, oh, uh, all right. <laughs> let's call and apologize. Wait, should we call him? If you want to, we should totally. Yeah, call. give him a buzz. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you are a thousand percent right because the times that I've like been on a set and then had to go and do shows, I am so happy. I am. Bl- it's like ecstasy. Like I am blissed. You're out, out of your own of way. My mind, and that's probably why you like helping people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're out of your own way. I'm out of my own way. I'm just out of my own way. I love that it was like, did you use the book to quit cigarettes? No, I had an absolute miracle. You basically said to me like, I remember texting you the book or something. You're <laughs> yeah. like, do you work for them or something? Didn't you say something like that? To yeah, me, I was like, like, why are you so? <laughs> Alan Carr's easy way to stop smoking. That book, I quit. That's how I quit cigarettes. And I quit. I read the book up to the last chapter. Okay. And I go, I don't need this. I quit for like five minutes and then smoked for another year. <gasps> and then I got the audio Wait, book. Really? And I hated the audio book because it sounded like a, I don't know, like a like a corporate sales trainer yeah. was reading it. Oh, And awesome. his voice pissed me off and made me want to smoke more. Oh. <laughs> and then I had a night where I was at the cellar like all night and I must have smoked like Two packs of cigarettes. Whoa. But what I would do is like when I have a lot of like when I had a lot of spots or whatever, I would like in between hosting. Yeah. I'd run in and out, take two, three drags, throw it That's out. That's how run I hosted. Back. That's exactly right. I woke up one morning. I felt like I was sucking on nickels all night. Like I had like <laughs> like copper and penny sucking flavor. On nickels Just is I the had funniest like, <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it was the grossest <laughs> taste. I felt like literally like I, I like I had like like just. I don't know, slot machine mouth. It was horrible. Will you please name your next special sucking on nickels. Also, <laughs> slot machine mouth is the funniest thing. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the name for another country. <laughs> so I go, I've had it. And I go on the website, Alan Carr's Easy Way, and I'm like, the book was gonna work, but I don't want to read the book. Yeah. Downloaded this um video web tutorial thing. So I yeah. bought the book the audio book and the visual thing. Yeah. And I watched the visual thing. It was 13 chapters or something. The 12th chapter, you get hypnotized. Oh. And it like totally worked. Wow. And it says, now go outside and have your last cigarette. And I went outside reluctantly, put a cigarette in my mouth. I lit it. The minute I lit it, I felt sick. And it was like, inhale, hold it in, realize what it's doing. And I couldn't even get through like two puffs. Wow. And that was four four and a half years ago or something have never had a cigarette like literally that night i went and did spots no cigarettes are you kidding me i mean that's just how that to me and i love cigarettes yeah me too love cigarettes i don't have a single craving me neither how did you like what was your that story is bonkers it's it's insane that's amazing but i mean it's just also it took me three i knew i could quit if i kept reading the book oh and so that's why you stopped and i'm like as bullshit this theory and i shut it and i'm like yeah now looking back like if i kept going i would have quit that's so wild but you you won't quit until you want to quit i i needed to literally feel like like a like a laundry machine (laughs) i don't know if you've ever had that after like a long night of you just wake up with like queen's like heat, dry Ugh. room, and Ugh. your throat's just all. And I was like, "Uh, yeah." I just pulling fucking dimes out of my uh. the gaps in my teeth. <laughs> How'd you quit? 
And people like us need cigarettes, I think, sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding you me? Take a like, break, focus you reset. It. Oh, I used to say it was my sandals resort break. I would be like, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Sand- like, who wants to go to sandals all inclusive? But like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I would be hosting and I'd go outside yeah. or like everything I did. And I think, you know, I waited tables for like 20 years or something. It's perfect reason and, to oh get the hell out. Oh, my gosh. You would. And everybody, it's like if you were like, I need to go outside and meditate for three minutes, they'd be like, absolutely not. No. But if you were like, I need to go outside and smoke cigarettes, they'd be like, you can take a break. Yeah, smoke too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy how that is. It's nuts. But so I had the craziest experience, Mike. Um, we can talk about this because I love you and I never share this, but I, so I had like a raging eating disorder, like raging, okay. lasted forever. Smoking was very much a part of that, right? Like it just, it just was. And I remember like I got, I tried everything to recover from this eating disorder. Nothing worked. Wow. And I'm, you know, I'm a believer. I try to, Yeah. I love Jesus. I love God. I try to live that way or whatever. I fail miserably. Um, (laughs) And I would pray every day to like be freed from this. And then one day it was gone. And I'm talking, I mean, well over 25 years of having it. And one day it was gone. Wow. Gone. And then... I was like, or maybe this was right before that. I remember praying and being like, I don't want to quit smoking, but if, will you give me the want to want to? And I was smoking a cigarette. It was a February. I was about to go see my mom. I put the cigarette out and something inside of me was like, that was your last cigarette. And I never had another craving ever again. Incredible. Never again. Holy cow. That's really interesting. Isn't that crazy? It is because Alan Carr says Mm -hmm. the thing that you're, and I hope I'm not giving away the book. People who need want to quit should go buy it, but you should redo the audio book. They should pay you. I should. I would love to, (laughs) I would love to. And that's another thing. Procrastination is a real side effect of our dumb dents, huh? Because it makes me hate myself. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I wanted to get into voiceover and reading books and shit during the pandemic. Yeah. And I just didn't because every time I went on, it was like you had to fill out a page long thing. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do this. No way. No forms. But what you did was you broke the cycle. So like when you put out a cigarette, Mm -hmm. you go, let's see, it's two o'clock. Let's see if I could get to five. Mm -hmm. You've already made the agreement with yourself that you're going to have another cigarette in three hours. That's the hook. Because Because if you go on a plane and it's eight hour flight, you're not smoking for eight hours. So literally you can make it eight hours without smoking a cigarette. You're not going to die. Right. But if you make that agreement, the minute I get off this plane, I'm fuck, I'm ripping three so, cigarettes. Oh my gosh, do you remember that cigarette? Yeah. Oh. Oh, do you remember the cigarette outside of the subway when you walk up the subway and you light a cigarette? Boom, c- right oh, away. Man. Did you walk and smoke? Oh yeah, nah, did me. you? Nah. Yeah. That's not, yeah, that's, you know, that's yeah. like sports. Like I'm not going to dr- you know, drink beers <laughs> and jog. Smoking is a sitting and standing thing. There, well, it's funny because in I New York City. I hated walking and smoking. I could walk and eat a slice of pizza like a motherfucker. <laughs> I can't. But in New York City, I like to smoke coal, like when it's colder more. Of course, yeah, because the summer here is hell. In the South, do you have any idea what it is like to sit on a porch in the heat with a something in a, of a, in a beverage, like a, a nice, tall, cool oh lemonade? Oh my gosh! And smoke cigarettes and tell stupid stories. It is. I hope that's heaven. Oh, that would be a cool heaven. You know what I mean? It's just like God's like, y'all, cigarettes are fine, and here's a porch. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's like that John Prine song. He wants to smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long when he dies. But and you I'm just tell stupid stories yeah. and like. Oh, I would love that. Just re-light. a chill hang. Oh my god. No humidity. No humidity. No yeah. humidity in heaven. No that humidity in of, heaven. That's the name of your book. Oh, that would be great. Yes, that'd be great. I, I tried to do, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> so you. 25 years of eating disorder yeah, and you it was crazy. It. No, I didn't. I promise you. I tried everything. I went to treatment center. I mean, it was bonkers. I also want to say that if you're poor, there is no help. Like eating disorder treatment is outrageously expensive. I can imagine. It's crazy. Just like healthy food is outrageously yeah. expensive. Yeah. It's definitely like a privileged situation. Wow. Mm-hmm. How did you like... I don't want to ask too much. Yeah. I don't even know t- why. This is what you do to people. I don't even know why I was. I brought this up. I never talk about this. Today's episode is brought to you by <laughs> Sunset Lake CBD, ladies and gentlemen. This is my sponsor. I love this stuff. I can't sleep. I used to take Xanax to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. The sleep gummies with CBD and melatonin helped me conk right out. They have a salve that I put on my achy bones, and it hurt. It, it, my bones hurt so much. My back hurts because I'm fat and out of shape. <laughs> and the, I'm telling you, it's got arnica in it. It's got so many great things. Uh, it's all organic CBD from Burlington, Vermont. You can go to sunsetlakecbd.com and use promo code DENTED for 20% off. That's sunsetlakecbd.com, promo code DENTED for 20% off. So do you do you think that religion, like, have you always been a religious person? Like, is yeah. that, you have been? Yes, but I was raised in extreme religion i mean i'm talking nuts no access all fear it was just yeah a lot of fear but it wasn't it it was very much like i what i didn't i we weren't allowed to watch tv we weren't allowed to listen to music we weren't or we could listen to christian music we weren't allowed like i didn't go to school um you didn't go to school i didn't go to school so then ever (laughs) i went to it was complicated this is why i had to call the irs and be like what do i do Um, (laughs) (laughs) you called the irs because you couldn't go to school yeah it's true no Um, it's amazing because you don't learn that you don't learn anything but i didn't learn anything about taxes in school but i didn't miss anything yeah and i will say what i did learn in those times was has definitely been more beneficial for my life thousand percent sure hands down i mean we were literally like feeding hungry people buying shoes for children that not, I mean we would raise money we would go down to these projects where we had a church yeah. it was a street church mm-hmm. so there was like no building outside church well it, <laughs> yes and then yeah. we got to use their community center oh. um but we would like be there every day not at the community center we could only use that on Sundays but most of the people in our church were like prostitutes and and pimps and drug dealers and see like, I would have loved church if that was church it was awesome it was perfect. That's real. That's vulnerability. It was great. That's raw. Yeah. See, that was the only part I liked about religious upbringing was mm-hmm. going to downtown New Haven and feeding people. That's exactly right. Midnight Run, it was called. Oh, that's awesome. And we would, yeah, but I, all the other crap I hated. I'm sorry. I, I had a hard time with it. But the thing is that I, I think where it's so abusive is like when we see hyp- hypocrisy like we see right now, mm. which is... Like, if you actually want to follow the teachings of Christ, then you have to have an open border. And you have to you have to not only welcome, but honor a refugee. Like, yeah. you can't, 
you you can't pick and choose like you're not supposed to judge people right like yeah you know so today we see this hypocrisy of people picking and choosing what they're gonna follow and then like judging others and then scorning others and and creating these rules that are absolutely unbearable and no one can live up to them and then you just are crushed well true and i think that's a great point and i also think that what's important this is the thing i always had a issue with was like if people didn't believe in one specific god they're fucked forever like that's it like if you if you okay there are people who believe in like other gods and they're in trouble if they don't Mm -hmm. you know either get what do you call it like the crusaders would come in like uh what that? What did they do? Oh, during the like Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, or like, what were the people who would come and like try to convert people? What's their names? Uh, what, the, you mean missionaries? Missionaries. <laughs> you mean my parents? <laughs> were they? Were they? Were they? They were missionaries. Yeah, and guess what? My husband's parents are missionaries. Missionaries. <laughs> wow. Did you guys meet on a thing? No. On a trip? No. I guess my whole thing is like, if there's a man a million miles away who grows up on a like farm Mm -hmm. dies on that farm spends his whole life doing Mm -hmm. good things for people Mm -hmm. but he didn't do it in the name of jesus like he Mm -hmm. goes to hell like that's weird to me well i think that part i think i'm kind of confused with i think that like your own our only job as a human is to love god and love others like it's not my job to like like i'm just supposed to love people yeah like that's like i like that like and for me you know, like Christianity comes is is a Judeo, you know, it's a Judeo Christian religion. So it's we believe in the Old Testament. We Jesus was a Jew. And so it's like Jesus is our Yom Kippur. Jesus is our priest. Like I'm not Catholic. Right. Because I don't need to go through another human being to get to God. Like that oh, is what Christ so you're is. Christian. Yeah. Uh, OK. Like All right. That, yeah. Yeah. I grew up Catholic. Yeah. I think that's very different. Yeah. It was a lot of very, a lot of rules, a lot of rules. And I think that the, the Christ is like, I'm not here for the rules. Like that's literally his thing is he was like, I'm not about these rules. So is Christ and God the same person to yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But like God is perfect love and we don't act in perfect love. Like right. we, we, we don't. Right. And then God is our, or Jesus is like our atonement. Wow. This podcast got. Went so I know, many different places I know. I feel like nobody has me on their podcast because I do this every time. For real? I don't you mean to. You go into to. Jesus stuff? I don't mean to. But you believe it. Yeah. It's because like, I've I believe in Alan Carr's easy way to stop smoking. <laughs> I talk about because him I've like you talk crazy about, He's miracles. my Christ. Alan Carr, I don't know if that's true. I shouldn't say that. But because but. I've had crazy miracles and also because I have such rage, which is not godly, I have such rage against the machine. Uh, the machine, but also like, I don't want to insult anyone in your audience for their political beliefs, but I just have a real issue with these people that are like, I'm a Christian, but, and then. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for assuming there's an audience. Yeah. Second. Um, just if you hate anyone, you're not practicing Christianity. Right. And I think that that's the universal thing where I don't subscribe to one particular religion because I think that the path of like a good person mm-hmm. is common sense and admitting you don't know mm-hmm. everything and like empathy and yeah. like being kind to people. Yeah. So it's just like common sense says to me that you can't make a law a million years ago or 
10 years ago or yeah. three years ago that's going to pertain to every single person. Right. Like it just, every circumstance is different. Right. Like when you called the tax guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. his talk with the next person was different totally than yours. Totally different. <laughs> totally different. Does that make yours wrong? Right. No. Right. So I just kind of think that like if you're leading with kindness and if you're operating from love, then who cares what team jersey you wear? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like if it's Jesus, Buddha, I don't know, whoever, Elon mm. Musk, whoever you-, you Can you imagine? Uh, it's soon. I'm sure you could buy um, sainthood or whatever. I'm oh, sure he crap. could do it. Imagine I if that's I don't know anything next. about saints. Because you don't care. You're not into that. You don't yeah. need people to get to God. Yeah, that's that's true. That's so interesting. Yeah, I love it. See, I wonder if I was raised differently with religion that I'd have a different thought about it. But that I think that's why I sometimes can't help myself talking about it because I know firsthand the abuse of being raised with shame and, and calling it God. Mm. Like I really had to go to like, uh, I mean, it almost killed me. Like I had to be de I had to do deconstruction. Like I still do it. Like I had religious OCD, like what's deconstruction where you basically are like, I want to know God, but I, but the way it was taught to me is killing me. So you get it, people that grew up in cults have it. So you get all of your beliefs kind of ripped away. And then, but what, that's very hard with religion because you're like, I believe this. How do I find the truth? Like the reason that cults and lies and shame work is because they're almost the truth. Like they're almost the truth. Uh, okay. So you have to like go through this process of being like, that's a lie. That makes me afraid. This is the truth. And and it's very hard. Are you like fascinated by all cults? Absolutely. Obsessed. That's the thing about people that grew up religious is yeah. like you can't not pay attention to like every cult documentary every or every and it's almost like I wish that like my couch had a seatbelt because I feel like I'm getting like sucked into the cult by learning about it. I'm oh like, oh, gosh, I could totally see how this guy. Oh, a thousand percent. I'm like Charles Manson was, yeah, like I get it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be in his cult, but I get like how he was captivating yeah. and weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that shit to me is like, yeah. us as humans are just looking for, there's just so many sheep. And I don't mean that you're a yeah. sheep. I just mean that there, and I don't mean I am either. I just mean that there are people that are just mm -hmm. like, please give me something to believe in. But that's please the give thing me something like, to follow. We, we, and you get someone that's vulnerable. Totally. Then they're kind of screwed. But like when I was growing up, we, we did a lot of work with gangs and we didn't try to get them out of gangs. We were just like, we're going to love you. We're just going to love you. Like That's this. cool. Yeah. But it's like at its core, a gang is just like, I need to belong. I don't have any support at home. Mm. This group will take me in. Wow. Right. Yeah. So it's like we all want to belong. We want to belong. Like that's that. That's it. Right. And, uh, we do. We definitely do. Yeah. Do you think that's why you got into comedy? To belong? I'm just wondering. Oh, uh, I just, I, I do love Do you find performing. it a community? I, I do, but I, I do now. Yeah. Took, yeah. Took a minute. Well, because when I first. Not you answering. I mean, it takes a minute to feel like it's a, a community. It takes a while for it to feel like it's a It totally community. does. Like when you start doing stand up, it's like, you're like, you move to a new town. Yeah. And like, there's all these new kids. Yeah. And you're like. And everybody's a little mean to you because they're scared. Yes. But you don't know it at the but time. But you don't know that it's fear. You think that they don't like you. Right. We think that they don't right. like us because we're. Right. Dented cans. Dented cans. But now I go to the club and I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to see X, Y, Z. Like, I can't yeah. wait to see. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like. 
And that's something where I have a lot of compassion for my friends that work like nine to five jobs, because especially during the pandemic, like they don't like we get to see our friends every night. Yeah. Like we not only get to do what we love, but then we also see our friends. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. Instead of sitting in a cube. Yeah. Could you do that if you had to stop? Would you be able to like go back to like the work world? Like I don't have any education. I literally don't know what a spreadsheet is. I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> so I don't how think that's I, a bad thing. How would I get a job? I can wait tables. Okay. So that would be your go back to work gig? I would rather drown in the Hudson. I was the worst. <laughs> the Hudson in particular. Yeah. I was the worst waitress. I was the, I would get into fights. I got into physical altercations. Like I would have to write Yelp reviews to counteract the bad Yelp reviews I got. Whoa, really? <laughs> yeah, because this place Blondie's on the Upper West Side, I love them. They kept me employed for like, I mean, years and years and years. And I would, I deserved to be fired every single day. Oh, uh, why? I was awful. Just dropping stuff? Flustered. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Somebody would like, be like, hey, I need another beer. And I'd be like, I need things too. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just couldn't. We all do need it. another beer, dude. We all, like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't work the machine properly. I got, like, nothing. Ugh. How long did you work there? I mean, probably six, seven years. And you just never. I just never. Every did day well. when you walked out of the. When the, you walked out of the restaurant, you just, it all just, <laughs> you got D, what, what did you, what did they have to do with your beliefs? I got deconstructed. You, they deconstructed, and, you're like. Yeah, and they only kept me around because, it, and, and I would have mental breakdowns. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't fire me. I don't think Blondie's has ever fired anyone. Well, maybe that was the right place for you. It was the right place. And they would all go to my shows. I'm still best friends with like so many people from there. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But you just would totally botch. So like if I ordered something, let me ask you this. Okay. Did you write stuff down? No. Oh, ah! man, that drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, but here's the deal. My brain, it is so much easier for me to memorize what you're saying than write it down. But would you forget? Yes. Then it didn't work, dude. <laughs> but oh, I, would, I get so frustrated. But I would forget only if somebody talked to me when I was at the machine. And I so I'd yell at them. I'd be like, I'm trying to remember an order. And they'd be like, why don't you write it down? And I'm like, I can't write like, it. Why don't you write it down? Why don't you write this down? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And this is funny because I'm on the other side of this. I have no faith in anyone. So I literally like when someone's not writing down my order, I'm like, you're going to forget. And I've even said it. I go, I guarantee you're not going to remember this. Yeah, I now know it makes don't. people anxious. But most of the time I did remember it. I had some mess ups. The kitchen hated me more than you would ever. They hated me. Because you bring stuff back and go, I forgot they didn't want mayo on their yeah. turkey club. Yeah. They despised. Me. Of course. Yeah. I mean, not a funny. I know. do have to tell you a funny story. <laughs> this one guy in the kitchen sued them because he said that he didn't get any breaks or a uniform. And when the people came in, he was on break wearing a blondie shirt. <laughs> really? Oh my God. It was just like that kind of place. I want like, to check this place out. Oh, it's the best. It's yeah. the best wings and waffle fries you'll ever have. Oh, that's perfect. It's right up my alley. Yeah. It's I great. eat like a child. Me too. So, you, wow. You'd rather jump in the Hudson River than go back to Blondie's? No, not go back to Blondie's. I would gladly go back to Blondie's. I 
don't know if I can physically wait tables anymore. It is the hardest job. I don't know how the hell people do it. It's the hardest job. I'm blown job. away by wait, like wait staff. That's like, they can somehow like just navigate gravity with like, it's, it's almost like tricks. It's, it's like, like Cirque so Soleil crazy. Shit. And it's, if you think about it, it's eight hours of running around and people treating you like a servant. Do you have night, do servers have nightmares? Oh, for sure. Like, like that lucid dream where like you step off a curb and you go, oh, and you like yeah. wake up. Do, do people have that? Oh, like you're always. carrying a tray and it drops? A thousand percent. But do you get that with stand-up? I always get a dream that I miss my spot or I'm late or I can't get there. So weird you say this. You know what my recurring nightmare is what? still? What? I'm 43 years old. You want to know what my recurring What is it? That I'm late for my math final <gasps> in college. My and if I don't get there, I'm, I'm not going to graduate. And I'm like trying to get ready, but I'm just never getting ready. And I wake up what? in a panic. And it Mike! What? Is that yours too? I keep on having a dream that I don't go to math class and I graduate high school at 30. <laughs> Are you serious? Wow. This is crazy. Dented cans. Dented But did, were you good at math? I couldn't no, do it. No, it was terrible. Yeah. My senior year in high school, they had, okay, so you had math one, two, three, and four in my sure. high school. And you had to pass math three to get to math four. That kind of makes sense. Well, I didn't. <laughs> so they had a... You know, what do you call it? Like a, like a fail safe, like a, like a hatch, yeah. whatever, a parachute string to pull where you took consumer math, okay, which is math for the modern house person sure. where, you know, uh, clipping coupons, Got it. Yes. Uh, checking the receipt <laughs> to make sure what you ordered, you know, and all that. Right. All these funny things. Now my teacher, it was me, uh, a couple kids that I don't believe spoke English. Sure. There was a. A whole bunch of cheerleaders. We were all friends. Yeah. And then uh, another buddy of mine. The final. Yeah. The final to graduate high school. How much dirt is in a hole? Six feet deep by eight feet wide by four feet long. Show your work. What? I'm scrambling, looking at the clock, sweating nuts. And the answer was there's no dirt in a hole. Everybody passed. Have a great summer. That was how I graduated high school. It was a riddle. It wasn't even real math. Like, it was kind of like a, eh, it's all been fake the whole time. <laughs> There's no dirt in a hole. That's my graduate. That was my final. That is so good. And I made it through undergrad and grad school taking one math class. And it was like math for elementary teachers or something like that. Because it was just moved three blocks from this circle to that wow. circle. And I was like. Because you were studying to be a teacher. No, right? I just pretended to be a elementary i just wanted to take that math class awesome my literal thing when school was like i cannot take math like i didn't yeah i don't even i wish i didn't go to college like in retrospect yeah what did you go to college for english oh english and uh well theater but not acting i wanted to direct so i like you wrote would be plays really good and at stuff that. what yeah this is awesome i didn't know this yeah i wrote a play about uh it was called wormwood and it was about um vincent van gogh you ever heard of absinthe Yes. Absinthe is like this booze yes, yes, that yes. all the art artists would were like hooked on. Yeah. You, you, a piece of wormwood would float in it. Okay. And it like you drink it and it's like you trip yeah. balls and whatever. Vincent Van Gogh, Ernest Hemingway, and Paul Gauguin, they all wake up in Vincent Van Gogh's studio. Pizza boxes and absinthe bottles are all over the place. Oh my gosh, I love this. And Vincent Van Gogh wakes up and the first line is like, fuck. He's like screaming, holding his head. He's like, where's my ear? <laughs> And there was a card table and they were looking all over for his ear and it was underneath the table leg because one of the legs was wobbly. And when they were playing cards, he just cut off his ear and jammed it underneath the Mike, table I leg. I love this. Yeah, it was fun. 
I never did anything with it, but I wrote that play, and I was like, I like plays. I like writing plays. I love so, this. Yeah, well. I love this. Well, if anybody's listening and wants to make that play. Yeah, we should do a reading of it. We should. For that the would Patreon. be cool. We the, totally should. Yeah. I, that's so funny you say that, because my the the thing I hate the most is that I can't spell or use grammar because I love writing mm. but if it's not like an oral if it's not a thing where I can orally say it to you it's like I'm never going to be able to submit a script and then be read it and be fine so do you think that's because you didn't go to school yeah for sure but did you learn that stuff did you get homeschooled or was there just no school my mom and I have a joke about this that I was homeschooled but the books never came so I was just home <laughs> Oh, that's great. Because, but that's true. <laughs> the books like, never they, they, you used to order these books if you were in a homeschool. And, like, I think eventually some of them came, and my mom was like, uh, and we would just watch I Love Lucy. Oh, that's Be great. Because here's the thing is like, we weren't allowed TV, then we were allowed TV, then I did go to school, then I didn't go to school. So it wasn't like it was all this linear, like, upbringing. Right. It was always changing. It was always changing, which didn't you have that? As I well? moved a ton. That yeah. was where all my changes happened. Was it was I think I moved like ten times. Yeah. Before I graduated high school, all within the same town. That's the thing is we were always moving, and then we'd move back to the same city. And then people are like, "You're here again." That's exactly right. Dude, oh it's my so gosh. weird. That's exactly right. And they'd be like, "Where were you?" And I'm like, "If you only knew." That's I where comedy started <laughs> for me. I think was I would like be on the bus, and I'm like pulling up to my house, and someone that's in the front of the bus goes, "You're moving again?" Yeah. Because they saw like a for sale sign in the yard, and I'm like. And immediately, oh my gosh, that would happen to me too. For real? Because yes. I, I would go like, I, that's when I would go like, yeah, I hate you idiots. You all <sighs> smell like farts. And <laughs> meanwhile, I'm like fighting back tears because I don't totally. want to move again. But it's like I just had to put on this like. Thousand percent. And then we moved. But we moved like around the block. We would do that all the time. That's All the time. I hate moving so much. Me too. Thank you. Okay, so that's the other thing that normies don't understand is like normies. my relationship. Undented cans. Yeah, the undented cans. Who actually, they're the most, you know, we yeah, have dents, are. but their beans are spoiled. Oh, yeah. Well, they're the LaCroix with the rat poison in it. You're right. Did you hear about that? Yes. Yeah. They're all over on the fancy. Uh, exactly. End, it's like, oh my cap. gosh. We're yeah. on the discount rack. Exactly. Feeding the homeless and shit. Thousand percent. Thousand right. percent. Having dreams about math. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 you move uh, did you even unpack sometimes I lived out of but I like I cannot believe you said that no and I would move this one shelf around with me all the time and it would never get hung up Aww. I know that's very sad that's a children's book yeah no well I have a solo show about moving Jesus really yeah because but but that's the thing I I'm having these breakdowns right now in my life because I'm married to the most wonderful man. Uh -huh. And we have a beautiful apartment and we can afford food. And I don't know how to live in that. Mm. And I'm having meltdowns. Because comfort is foreign. Oh, and there's still tons of stuff not unpacked. Wow. Yeah. What are you uh, doing about this? So I don't this know. is your current dent. This yes. is good. So what can we do about this? I don't know, but I think my current dent is the procrastination. Well, it's a lot of like different. I think that it's one dent, but mm -hmm. it's got made up of a couple different things. Well, do you You're have piles, places? Like, are you, I'm not, I'm a disaster. I'm not, me I'm messy. I'm a mess. Like yeah, when it comes to, too. like, so I messy. like order. I like cleanliness. Like yeah, there's clean. too much stuff on this table and there's nothing on this table. But also I go home and it's like, I know where... <laughs> My wife the other day, 
it pissed me off about me. It wasn't anything she did. Yeah. But she goes, okay, okay. I, I tried to fold sheets. And I got to tell you, I don't know how to fold sheets. Me neither, and I don't even I, see the I point. I tried. Nah, well, I, you know, <laughs> she totally proved me wrong. I go, I folded them. And she goes, no, you didn't. She's like, I understand you you may think you folded them, but yeah. that's not full. She yeah. <laughs> held it up and it literally looked like, I don't know. I had it in my backpack across <laughs> Europe for like three. It looked more wrinkled. Yeah, it like farts. It was literally more wrinkled than when it, yeah, right? I'm like, this sucks. My stomach hurts. And I ran in my room. But she literally folded it by herself. I'm like, do you yeah. need help? She's like, no. And I just watched her neatly, patiently fold it and tuck things. And it looked like... It was at the store on the shelf still. Yeah. And I'm like, how the hell? And I was just pissed at myself because I don't take the time. Yeah. My patience, my brain doesn't Same. allow me to like, I just, and I'm like, yeah, it's folded. Me too. So I've got a bunch of like half done things. Oh, everything's all half done. All over my life. Yeah. Everything in my life is half done. Yeah. But that's why I love stand up. Because we go there that night, we say the joke, they laugh or they don't. It's like, it's, I love that. Yeah. That's why I love TV and film because you're like, you're there and you're goofing off with the crew and everything. It's like everything else in my life, all the voices that are like, blah, 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 just stop. Yeah. Is that the only time? Yeah. It's the only time it stops. Yeah. What about with you? Well, yeah, until ketamine. And then, and then once I started <laughs> yeah. doing ketamine, it stopped. Yeah, no, for real. Like it was like yeah. bad. It got to a point where it was just like, I talk about it on stage. You've heard me, right? Yeah. About the wheel, the, the criticism, the guy oh, that's in stopped. my ear. Yeah. And he's just like, you're old, you're bald, your teeth are jacked. You're, well, you're let regular. me ask you a question. Are you doing it now? That joke? No. Are you doing, are the you? The voice? Yeah. Not as much. You know what it is? So here's the thing. I don't think anything ever goes away. Yeah. I think we just learn to embrace the dents and yeah. basically kind of go like I got this voice mm -hmm. and I go yeah I hear you but mm -hmm. it's not the loudest voice yeah. there's something there's other good things yeah there's the fact that I don't have to pay attention to that guy constantly right it's just like yeah I hear him and right I probably screwed up something today yeah. but it's okay yeah. the sun's gonna come up tomorrow and whatever yeah so I've somehow after years of just totally beating the hell out of myself, like yeah. finally got to a point where I'm like, yeah, it's all good. Like yeah. it doesn't, nothing, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's yeah. never going to be perfect. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's where I'm kind of like, but he gets loud mm -hmm. and it's a he and he gets loud and then it gets quiet and then it gets loud and then it gets, so it comes and goes. Mm -hmm. But when I am having it, I, don't, I get nothing done. Yeah, me neither. I am like sore. I'm like physically, like yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I get headaches. Like it's Same, yeah. vicious. It's vicious. But doing like, you know, psychedelics and ketamine and stuff mm -hmm. like that have helped quite a bit. Have you done mushrooms? Oh God. Yeah. Should I do it? I'm not a doctor. Sure. Okay. Okay. I can't give medical advice. I have raging bipolar two disorder. No, you shouldn't then. <laughs> I don't know if you should. Bipolar That's something... two is very different than bipolar one. I don't get manic. Isn't that fun? Um, yeah, I don't. You just yeah, get... I just get mad. <laughs> They should change the name of it. Yeah. I don't like that whole like bipolar one, bipolar two. I know. It doesn't make any sense. No, it feels like manual transmission. Like there should be like a. Yeah. Like. It's also like it's not diabetes. Like I didn't like 
eat too many Skittles and that gave me, you know what? Like yeah. if you have diabetes, like type two, type one, you're like, you look down on type two. Type <laughs> is, that, two is it like diabetes shaming? So, it is. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, didn't know that. I was born with it. You earned it. You know wow, what I mean? Yeah. But like for bipolar, like us twos, we look down on ones. Really? Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, you you bought a flight to Rio? Like, <laughs> I just screamed and tore my home apart. Like, we're, like you know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be that way. Wow. By the I way, if you that. have bipolar one, I have nothing but empathy and love for you. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> we'll make sure that makes the clip. <laughs> Now you're doing great, and I and I, I really because in my head I'm like I'm doing bad. Why did I talk about this? Like, oh no, you, okay. I think this has been fantastic. I love it. I just love talking to you. Yeah, no, I love talking to you. I think that's what dented cans do is they make it. I hate saying safe, but they you do you like make it like hey Listen, I'm gonna take you as you are because I am taken as I we're am. We're all hanging out on the discount rack. I love because it because we've been dropped or we've yeah our expert or maybe our labels upside down yeah or we you know. Yeah. There's there's cream corn in there. Oh but my we, gosh, cream corn. You know what I'm saying? So I mean <laughs> we gotta we gotta be there to if yeah. you're alone on the discount shelf, it's a lonely place. Yeah. But, but I don't know about you, I feel like I threw myself off the top shelf. I unraveled myself from my label. Yeah. I somehow got in the meat section, picked up, picked yeah. up salmonella, yeah. got my label back on upside down and made it to the bottom shelf. Like, yeah, totally. I feel like I did all of it to myself. I've done a lot to myself, <laughs> but I've also been, you got to give yourself, you know, somebody's yeah. stock, somebody stocks the shelves. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Maybe somebody left you a little too close to the ledge or something. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, it's not all you. That's true. There's, there's both. And I think what's important is that's why I love chatting. Like, especially with you and people like us is that like, there's a point where we just got to go screw it. Yeah. If we could talk about this stuff. Yeah. If there's one person that hears it, that's like, yeah, yeah. cool. Then mission accomplished. A thousand percent. I think it's the thing of like, you go through what you go through because you can help other people. I go agree. Through what they're going thousand through. percent. Yeah. I agree. And why not? Right now we need it more than anything. Yeah. So. But that's where do you do this? Like I, I hate myself so much for not having compassion on somebody that's going through what I've been through. Like most of the time I'm able to be like, gosh, I know how that feels. And that's awful. And once in a while I'm mean. Mm. And I'm like, why would I be mean about that when I know the agony that is? Okay. So here's my thought on that. Yeah. Because I had an experience on mushrooms where I realized that there's two ways to think. Yeah. Love or fear. Yeah. And those are the only two ways to think. Wow. And if you're operating from fear, you're not open to the love. You can't even see it because yeah. you're so scared. But if you're operating from love, then fear doesn't even stand a chance. Fear's like that big. Wow. Things that you think are big monsters are but really like that big. But if you go through it and you go, I'm mad at this person, I'm angry at this person, Am I operating from love or fear right wow. now? It just gives me a chance to kind of like, you know, the thing in the car that's like lane assist that yeah. like gets you back into the your lane. Yeah. That to me is just a calibrate calibrator to be like, yeah, I'm obviously not operating from a but place of love right now. That's God. Like that's like sure, love. Totally. Like that's beautiful. I I believe that's God. That's yeah. beautiful. Thank I need you. to remember that. I'll text it to you. Please do. I'm thinking about putting it on like a plaque with like a picture of me like in the clouds and yeah. like one yeah, yeah, set yeah. of footprints. Make sure you don't have a shirt on and you have wings, <laughs> but the wings should be made of half dimes. shaved chest. <laughs> I didn't finish because I had to. Yes. No, I'm happy to uh, 
Like, I'm glad we're able to chat about this stuff. Yeah, me too. And continue to. Yeah. Because you're helping people. You too. Big time. No, you are. No, you are. You're the best. You're the best. I'm not helping anyone. Can you tell everybody where they can find all your stuff? Yes. um, I normally post everything on my Instagram, which is Ash Austin Morris. Ash like a cigarette. What? (laughs) Austin Morris. And uh, yeah, that's... Oh, you you can listen to my... I think we can talk about albums right go for it yeah you can talk about you can listen to my album um on spotify and you can watch it on youtube it's on the new york comedy club's youtube page it's hilarious thank you i really appreciate that you're a very funny person you're a very funny person 